Hey, welcome in to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over the socials. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, for your next ride, head out to Lebanon and see their inventory at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings, simply at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, we will uh, uh, we will play you this video here momentarily, uh, but I, I do find it interesting that does it mean anything to you, Zach? That NFL Network is actually asking the question: Are the Titans super, legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Not just Super Bowl contenders, but they ask: Are they legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Does that mean anything to you? Yes, that does. Uh, that means that. The Tennessee Titans, obviously because of Julio Jones and what Derrick Henry is, but they're starting to get on the national media radar. You know, the Titans have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than the Cowboys, but they'll talk about the Cowboys four days a week, right? So I I think, yes, it does mean something to me because they are, I don't know whether they're doing their homework. I mean, here's the problem. Is anybody talking about the Tennessee Titans from a national standpoint has not watched the Titans like we have watched the Titans? They don't know the ins and outs. They've kind of, I feel like, just been sloughing them to the side and then waiting till they get to week, you know, 16, 17, and then watching playoff games. Now that Julio Jones and some names are on this roster, and like it or not, they do have some notable names. Oh, and yeah. so, so I, I, I think this does mean something to me that they're talking about the Titans the way they're talking about the Titans. Bud Dupree is a known commodity. Whether he was hurt last year because he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers and had success, people know who Bud Dupree is. Now, will they know less of Bud Dupree now that he's on the Titans? Possibly, maybe. But they have names that are, are, are recognizable. That's one of the reasons. But they should be in this conversation. This is intelligent. They are Super Bowl contenders in some realm, whether you think they can contend to actually be getting the game or get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're still contending as the season moves forward, I think. Yeah, so Dom says, no, it doesn't mean anything. It's summertime, and they have nothing else to talk about. But they're not, But they're not, Dom, just going through all the teams and saying, are, they, are team blank legit Super Bowl contenders? I do think they're giving the Titans credence. Uh, and so tall Texan says, I mean, to be honest, do any of these talking heads know any team inside and out? Uh, not really. I mean, there are some outliers, like there are people you can trust on the national level when talking about the Titans Two that come to mind for me are Diana Rossini and Mina Kimes, because those two individuals have spent a lot of time over the last several years around the Titans and watching and because Mina Kimes was fascinated by the Titans and Diana Rossini is in Nashville a lot covering the team. She's got good relationships inside that building that give her a lot of inside track and make her an asset to uh, the Tennessee Titans on a national level. So there's a few, but overall 
Not really. And so let's go ahead and play this video from the NFL Network, unless you have something to say about no, that. No, I, I just you, – you brought up like – I struggle with this because why are national media people whose responsibility is to cover the NFL not versed at talking about all 32 teams? Well, it's about well, – No, no, no. Not- I have zero excuse for that. If that was my job and I was paid millions of dollars, my job, well, in growing a business, but my job in talking is about one team. If my job personally was to talk about all 32, and Austin, you know how much football I watch on game day, it can be achieved. Sure. I think that's a complete cop-out that we don't have people that can intelligently speak about all 32 teams. Let me say this. The audience does matter because – the audience that we have, we can get as deep into the weeds and into the roster and the nuances as we possibly can about the Tennessee Titans because our audience can go to that level with us. On, on the NFL Network, on ESPN, they can't get too deep of, uh, and get too beyond what the national audience is on the level with. Like they can help educate, which they need to do a better job at when it comes to the Titans. Talk more about Jeffrey Simmons. (laughs) Yes, yes. But again, like they have to, it's like the same thing with like the difference in sports radio and television sports is the audience is different and you have to remain at the same level of the audience or you're going to lose them. So these national talking heads that that Tall Texan brought up, they're talking to, you know, NFL fan in Chicago and they have to make sure the NFL fan in Chicago knows the surface level stuff about the Titans before they can know the nuanced stuff about the Titans. At least that's a, an opinion of mine that I have. I'm not making an excuse. I'm yeah, trying to. I, you're trying, but I, I, I'm not making I, an excuse. I, 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 you're trying. I think that's, I, I, I think that's an actual thing. I value uh, the try of trying to explain this, but at the end of the day, there are zero zero excuses if you're getting paid. X millions of dollars to understand all 32 teams, know your stuff. Like, know your stuff. Yeah, it, well, especially if you're going to attack, you have to know your stuff. Right. If right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, let's let's play this video and react to it because Willie McGinnis, uh, former Vrabel teammate, and then Cynthia Freeland on the NFL Network, they were asked, are the Titans legitimate Super Bowl contenders this season. First, okay. they got Julio Jones in the offseason. Is this team a legitimate Super Bowl contender? They've got an opportunity. Everybody does. But Mike Vrabel and this team is not talking about Super Bowl. They're talking about getting better to compete for a Super Bowl. We want to talk about the shiny toys on the offensive side, Julio Jones and Derrick Henry and all that. But guess what? They wasn't good on the defensive side. If you can't stop teams, it's kind of hard to compete and go deep in the playoffs and win championships. 28 total defense, practically they gave up too many points. You can't give up 27 points a game. So what did they do? They revamped the secondary. They lost three starters. They went and and drafted uh, Caleb Farley, one of the top defensive players at cornerback. They brought in Janoris Jenkins. They upgraded another safety, so they're trying to get better. Bought in uh, Danico Autry, bought in Bud Dupree, gave him a lot of money. They realized defensively they needed to get better, and if they're going to make a run, they're going to have to play better defense. Couldn't agree with you more there, Willie. My problem here, it's the other people in the AFC. The Bills are really good. They're Super Bowl contenders. And (laughs) then there's that one team 
with that one quarterback. I think his name is Patrick Mahomes. That team is also one that they're going to have to get through. You asked me about Super Bowl contention here, not making the playoff contention. If you want to win a Super Bowl, that defense has to be rolling, and that offense has to stay rolling, too. Yes, they got Julio Jones, but there's some question marks here. Like that guy that was the, the one who orchestrated the whole offense. Yeah, he's now in Atlanta. Right. So Todd Downey walks in and has to figure this out. It's a good problem to have. So there's Cynthia Freeland and Willie McGinnis on the NFL Network yesterday asking, are the Titans legit Super Bowl contenders? I want Zach's reaction to that. I want your reaction to that. What do you guys think about the analysis that you just heard? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. That is simply full-body electronic muscle simulation. What is that? It's where you can act and get the real feel and the real results of lifting weights without spending the time to lift those weights and without putting the stress on your joints and on your body and actually build real functional muscle in a fraction of the time. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Go check it out. Uh, it's worth it. Go check it out. It's been great for what Zach and I have been doing over the last couple of years with Mandu. If you have fitness goals that you're trying to reach, they can help you get there. You might feel like you've plateaued. Break through the plateau with Mandu.com. A to Z Sports, don't forget we are powered by BetMGM. Look at that promo code right in the middle of your screen, A-T-O-Z Sports, A to Z Sports. Risk-free $600 bet for new users. You can't beat that. So you put up up to $600. If you win, boom goes the dynamite. You could have doubled your money depending on what the bet was. But if you lose, you get that money back. That's what risk-free means. That's what BetMGM is giving our new users. Code A-T-O-Z Sports. Download the app today. All right, so Zach, your re initial reaction to the video that we just watched, and then I'm going to read some uh, comments from you guys. I have a quick question. Okay. As I understood the video, Willie McGinnis answered the question, yes, correct? That they were. Did he? That's what I'm asking, because God knows she didn't say a damn thing. She just talked. That's my issue with the host, and this is what we do on our show. Where's the host holding these two people accountable? They just asked two, a question to two people, and none of us gave I them a damn ask, answer. She let's, said let's, no. She said no. Her answer, she didn't definitively say no. no. But her, but her <laughs> answer, no. You I said mean, she said no. The point is well taken. But the her answer was a no because it's about the other teams, and she ended it with saying we're not we're talking about Super Bowl, not talking about playoff contenders. So her answer tells me she thinks no, but she did not. So the, I, let's, I want to listen to this again. Okay, that's I, let, fine. Let's, let, let, let's pay attention. Do they answer the question that they were asked, which okay. is, are the Tennessee Titans a Super Bowl contender? All right, here it is. So first, okay. they got Julio Jones in the offseason. Is this team a legitimate Super Bowl contender? They've got an opportunity. Everybody does. But Mike Vrabel and this team is not talking about Super Bowl. They're talking about getting better to compete for a Super Bowl. We want to talk about the shiny toys on the offensive side, Julio Jones and Derrick Henry and all that. But guess what? They wasn't good on the defensive side. If you can't stop teams, it's kind of hard to compete and go deep in the playoffs and win championships. 28 total defense, practically they gave up too many points. You can't give up 27 points a game. So what did they do? They revamped the secondary. They lost three starters. They went and, and drafted uh, Caleb Farley, one of the top defensive players at cornerback. They brought in Janoris Jenkins. They up, upgraded another safety, so they're trying to get better. Bought in Danico uh, Autry, bought in Bud Dupree, gave him a lot of money. They realized defensively they needed to get better, and if they're going to make a run, 
they're going to have to play better defense. Couldn't agree with you more there, Willie. My problem here, it's the other people in the AFC. The Bills are really good. That's they're true. Super Bowl contenders. And <laughs> then there's that one team with that one quarterback. I think his name is Patrick Mahomes. That team is also one that they're going to have to get through. You asked me about Super Bowl contention here, not making the playoff contention. If you want to win a Super Bowl, that defense has to be rolling, and that offense has to stay rolling, too. Yes, they got Julio Jones, but there's some question marks here. Like that guy that was the, the one who orchestrated the whole offense, yeah, he's now in Atlanta. Right. So Todd Downey walks in and has to figure this out. It's a good problem to have. All right, so listening to it again, neither person answered the question directly, Zach. That's so stupid. But that, they both, I, that pisses me off, in, honestly. In, in my opinion, I think they both say no. Like, listening to their answers tells me that they do not think the Titans are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. If I was the host, I would say Willie and what, uh, what what's the other young lady's Cynthia. name? Cynthia. Cynthia, young, young you have lady. both young wasted. Young lady, like how old are you saying the other young lady's name? You, you have both wasted um, two minutes of our time. Willie's stumbling over Bretter or better and not uh, Danico Autry and whatever. He's trying to spit knowledge on a safety that he doesn't even know. His name's Amani Hooker. And she's just talking about the two things that she knows that everybody knows, which are the Bills are good and the Chiefs are good. Do, uh, this honestly pisses me off that they have been asked a question and then they won't answer it. There's nothing that grinds my gears. And you know that irritates me more than anything is when I ask a question and they're like, blah, 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 blah. they sound like a Tasmania devil. It drives me nuts. They didn't answer it. So this is what I think we need to do. At least we can answer it. Also, I would love to hear what you have to say. I would love to say what I have to say and then go to the chat. But I think that's a complete effing cop-out that they ask this question and then they don't answer it. Agree or disagree? I mean, I I, I think they, uh, yeah, Dom says they did use the easy way out by just talking, talking, talking without actually answering it. Apollo says, Willie, quote, they have a chance, but everybody has a chance. Basically, uh, I don't know. We have to see. Like, yeah. So uh, Nathan says, I thought throwing shade was yesterday. Absolutely. So, and, and Card Titans Grizz says, they said no in a roundabout way. And I agree with with Cards, Titans, Grizz. They said no. They just didn't say no. At the no. end of the conversation, you don't want to ask, so are we broken up or are we still together? Well, I, right? I, like I, Zach, I, I'm with you. There. I'm with you there. But uh, it, it was not well executed from a uh, – it had like the 90-second clock on there. Like they, they did not execute those 90 seconds – very well on what do they want to get across? Willie McGinnis has paid a million, at least a million dollars to just do that. Uh, you know he is. He wouldn't have signed a contract. He's worth he's worth however much money in the NFL. That guy makes a million dollars to to spew out that BS. I don't know how much Cynthia makes, but she didn't give us anything. So let's take it power to the people. We will ask the question and we want answers. Are the Titans Super Bowl contenders? I don't care. You can say yes. You can say no. But don't just write us a paragraph and don't answer the question. That is unbelievable. I don't know. I Like, make a decision. It's like they didn't want to make a decision. McGinnis at the beginning was like, well, Mike Vrabel is not about Super Bowl contention. He's about getting better. Like, thanks, coach. <laughs> like, come on. Yes. Step so, out on look, now we got some definite answers. Omar's saying yes. Daryl's saying yes. Titan8251 says no. Ronnie says yes. Josh says yes. Uh, we got a couple of F yes. 
Coming in absolutely from Clayton. Very defined. I like that. Larry says yes. Louis says yes. Pauly D says yes. Ronald says no until I see this defense. So he's giving us an answer. He, uh, Ronald, love of the show. And it's even a no. I don't care whether it's a yes or no. no but all Willie McGinnis and Cynthia Freeland had to do was say everything that they said and then wrap it up and say, so my answer is no. Cynthia, what do you think? And she says all the things that she said. And then my answer, also no, Willie. Right? And Robbie, 04806963, comes in here and says, on paper, no. I love that, Robbie. You at least give us an answer. Absolutely. From Coach Fish 007. These are good answers, whether they're right, wrong, they're opinionated. So, Austin, I would ask you, are the Tennessee Titans in 2021 Super Bowl contenders? So, I did see somebody uh, answer the question. Hold on, let me scroll back and find it because I did think it it adds some good uh, discussion to this. Uh, Cards, Titans Grizz says, yes, fringe contenders, several ifs need to go their way. And Manny saying are among the top five AFC teams. So with Manny's answer, yes, the Titans are among the top five AFC teams. Just because you might be in the top five AFC teams doesn't mean you're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Because the Chiefs, you could make an argument that the Kansas City Chiefs are the only legitimate Super Bowl contender in the AFC. I don't think that way. I think it's the Chiefs. I think it's the Bills. What's up? I, I think you can't say that because the Chiefs lost in the Super Bowl. I, I think if they would have won back-to-back Super Bowls, I think this would be a much more difficult question because I truly believe that the Chiefs would be the only Super Bowl contenders. But that wasn't how it went. They didn't score a touchdown against Tom Brady and the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I think it opens the door. So there are three teams who have made the AFC Championship game the last two seasons. It's the Chiefs, the Bills, the Titans. And I think the Titans, I think the Titans have gotten better from where they were a year ago when they were 11 and 5, won the division, lost in the playoff game, very disappointing home playoff loss to the Ravens. I do not think the Baltimore Ravens are Super Bowl contenders. I don't think the Steelers are. I think the Browns haven't proven enough to this point yet. Don't even talk to me about the Chargers as everybody's like on the Chargers just because Herbert had a great year last year. And the Patriots will be better than they were a year ago. The Dolphins still too young. So I think there are only three legitimate Super Bowl contenders from the AFC. Those three to me are the Chiefs, the Bills, and then the Titans. I think the Titans have planted themselves as the third team in the conference. I Again, the odds tell me that the Chiefs and the Bills are more likely to make it than the Titans, but the Titans deserve to be labeled legitimate Super Bowl contender from the AFC. So your answer is yes. My you answer is yes. That. My answer is yes as well. And I, I'll take it a step further because you say three, I will actually say four. Heading into this season – I do believe the Baltimore Ravens are a Super Bowl contender because they have an electric quarterback. I think their defense is still very, very good. And they have a Super Bowl winning head coach. And that matters. Mike Vrabel has not won a Super Bowl. Sean McDermott has not won a Super Bowl. Andy Reid obviously has. So I I put the Ravens in that conversation, but I think the Tennessee Titans absolutely are because of getting Julio Jones. This defense will be better. 
I don't know how much, but I will bet a thousand dollars. I I'll put up one K that they will be better in team defense than they were last year, and that makes you feel a little bit better. Now they have a top five wide receiver, as said by NFL executives last week, in Julio Jones added to their roster to complement the best running back in the league. That, to answer Willie and Cynthia, the answer is yes, and those are my reasons why. I don't care what your opinion is. Just tell me yes or no. My answer is absolutely yes. And I don't think that is a biased opinion by any means. You brought up the AFC Championship appearance a couple of years ago. Mike Vrabel, that's experience. He's not just a brand-new head coach. And we've seen his ups and downs. We've seen his in-game decisions and those flaws that he would like to have back. I think he learned a valuable lesson on fourth and two in the playoffs at home in the wild card round against the Baltimore Ravens last year. I think he learned a lesson. I think if fourth and two comes up in a very similar situation in a big-time game, I don't think he punts. I think he goes for it. So lessons are learned, as the great Tracy Lawrence has said. I go with yes, the Tennessee Titans are Super Bowl contenders. All right, more comments from you guys. Paul D says, if the Titans' defense can get better every game, yes, they'd be primed for a Super Bowl run. Mikey says he would put the Browns over the Titans, making it four, and then... Uh, Kenneth says, agree with Austin, but I would throw the Browns in at number four. So, like, I think the Browns are probably the fourth best team in the AFC. I think the Browns and the Ravens will have a battle royale for that division. I think they're pretty even, but I like the Browns a little more. But here's the difference. I don't think, like, Zach will probably be shocked by me saying this. Baker Mayfield this season is not ready to take the Browns to be a Super Bowl contender. Now, if you're talking about who would I rather take Long-term Baker, Lamar Jackson, I'll take Baker Mayfield, and we can have a bunch of other conversations about where I like Baker Mayfield, but I don't like Baker Mayfield in the same conversation of can he get them to a Super Bowl. I think Tannehill is better than Baker Mayfield in this conversation. So is Josh Allen. He took the his team a step further uh, than Baker could last year, and obviously Patrick Mahomes is in a different uh, aura uh, of where he is as a quarterback. So I mean, that's – that's the quarterbacks that are vying for this thing are really those five guys. It's Mahomes, Allen, Tannehill. Then you've got Baker and Lamar. And you, and then you have two other question marks on the outside. What is Carson Wentz going to do for a good roster in Indianapolis, right? We, yeah. we will not deny that. The Colts have an outstanding roster offensively with Jonathan Taylor and company and defensively with Darius Leonard and all those guys on that side of the ball. And then I think you have the Steelers. And that question mark is, is Big Ben washed up? Is Did he more see- e- is, is Big Ben Eli Manning at the end of his career? Or can he resurrect who he is and stay healthy and pull some Tom Brady or or Drew Brees uh, a few years ago out of his pocket and, and play the way? Because the Steelers have a good team. They don't have a great team, but they still have T.J. Watt. They still have a solid defense. And if they find a running game and don't pass the ball on first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh down, then they'll be a lot better. So if they have a better scheme and Ben Roethlisberger can stay healthy, the Colts and the Steelers are still outside, but I still think those are two teams that could compete. Did you see the Ben Roethlisberger showing up to camp uh, and he was wearing the shirt that said like, 
uh, different or built different. And he just looked like a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, like big Ben is, uh, does, I mean, he's a huge person, right? He's hard to take down because he weighs so much and he's very strong because he is so big. But <laughs> I, I just, I, I thought that was hilarious in the shirt that he was wearing. I didn't see that, I. Uh, but it reminds me, I wish he was wearing this shirt that I saw last night. So yesterday was National Hot Dog Day. So I went to a, a place in Nashville called Daddy's Dogs. It's actually no endorsement. I It was good. And so there's a ton of people there. And I saw this dude, he was pushing 300 pounds, and his shirt said leg day. And then in the middle, it was a big turkey leg with a bite out of it. That would have been a good shirt for for Big Ben coming into camp in 2021. Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It just says different, and he just got the love handles uh, that are like off-season ready. Hopefully uh, for- he doesn't look like Sean Kemp did. That's, oh I was, was going to bring that up because your boy Sean Kemp looked real bad uh, in the expansion draft last night wearing uh, a, a, a T-shirt a couple sizes too small. Uh, but big, big Ben, uh, that was not, on, that was on the Seattle Kraken for, for, for giving him that yeah. here's big Ben in his different shirt. We can see his belly button outline. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought, thought that was kind of funny. It's a bad picture. It is a bad picture of him. I don't get me wrong, but bad position. The wind was, was, was coming towards the wind his belly. was working against him. Ben Roethlisberger has never been fit. Okay. He's always been, right. I mean, his nickname is big Ben. So yeah. I kind of give him that, but I thought he was going to actually look worse than that. But all right, so yeah, yeah the, wind, the wind was working against bot. him for sure. But the the, the Titans, uh, Dom says, Big Ben looking fluffy. The, I mean, the Steelers put that out like that's a Steelers picture. So uh, they're not doing uh, him any favors. No, Big Ben looking like a couch. <laughs> so anyway, I don't have a lot of uh, high expectations for the Steelers as a whole this year. So that's where I, I kind of think that. The AFC Super Bowl contenders in this order, Chiefs, Bills, Titans. You know. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay, so Cynthia and, and Willie McGinnis did not answer any sort of the question that they were asked. But I do think that they bring up two points right. in their spewing of rhetoric of trying to impress us that they know some inkling about the Tennessee Titans. And that was the two concerns, I think, possibly prevent them from being Super Bowl contenders are either their own defense or the competition in the AFC. So I think we should ask this question, Mm -hmm. what prevents, and we got everybody's answer, which I like, what prevents the Titans from being Super Bowl contenders more? Is it their own defense or is it the other guys? Is it the field? Is it the competition in the AFC? I really like this question. Yep, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was is immediately what I thought about the first time I watched that video. But first, Zach, tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Woo, I'm telling you, Wilson County Hyundai, if you look, and, and uh, the Palisade at the bottom of your screen is sleek. Full-size SUV, third-row seating, captain seats, all of the bells and whistles. Technology, bro. Get with the times. And if it's not for you, it's for your lovely wife because she's been driving around in a minivan for two years. Ah, It's time to upgrade. Upgrade to the 2021 Hyundai Palisade. All of her friends in the carpool line as she takes the kids to school this coming fall, they're going to be like, damn, she, she upgraded from the minivan. Now she's rocking that Palisade. You can get that Palisade for a great price. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up. 
WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Check the inventory, but more importantly, go out and test drive that bad boy. Drive out, quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Payne Bone and his team will let you test drive and will give you a great deal on a brand new 2021 Hyundai Palisade. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app today. Use code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet on your first deposit and your first bet up to 600 bucks. I think futures are the perfect thing to do. Like uh, the long term, where maybe you can get like a, a Titans future. Uh, it's a great way to take advantage of that risk free bet. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app. Use code ATOZ Sports for that risk free bet up to 600 bucks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling prom support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Good question right here. Uh, based off of the video we played from the NFL Network earlier about the Titans at wondering if they're Super Bowl contenders or not, is uh, what prevents the Titans from being Super Bowl contenders more? Their own defense or the competition in the AFC? Their own defense or the competition in the AFC. Zach, do you have some comments to read? Yeah, let's read some comments. Uh, Steph says their defense for sure. Ahmad says defense. Injury going with Dom, so it doesn't really answer the question. Defense from uh, Sean. Uh, Donald doesn't answer. Injury could be any team, right? Just like Willie McGinnis said, any team has a chance to contend. Well, injuries have a chance to snipe any team. Uh, and, And Donald's going with Vrabel with coaching. Uh, Gip Savage Life says the defense. Austin says defense. Aaron says defense or potential injuries. Uh, Frank says injuries in COVID. And, yeah, I, I, injury is a cop out, right? Like that's yes. why we didn't put that as as a selection. If we had just been an injury or everything else, you would have like, put injury. That like that has to be understood as in every conversation you have about a team's expectations. You have to understand that injury can always derail and change expectations. I I know this is not what we selected, but Alex M knows a way to my heart because Alex brings up the kicker position and I will go to war. My friend love of the show right there. I don't like how you didn't answer the question, but I do like your answer because I agree with that. I think that is something to watch. Michael McDonald. You don't know me. Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers is going with defense competition. So this is kind of our, Kevin has our first competition, AFC competition. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? What do you think about competition versus the defense that we know is retooled? The mm-hmm. Titans told us that they didn't have the players to compete. They went out and got new players. They bought new groceries. They believed in their cook, Shane Bowen. They just upgraded from sous chef to actual chef. Can he cook us a five-star dinner? So for me, like what's stopping the Titans from winning the Super Bowl? It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Like that to me, like that's the answer. That does uh, that does answer the question. And so, like the defense can be much improved. The defense can go from 28th in the league out of 32 last year to top 15. But man, top 15 still going to get waxed by the Chiefs on a, a Sunday playoff game that keeps the Titans out of the Super Bowl. So for me, the answer is the competition in the AFC because the Chiefs are legit. We know that. A lot of people are tired of the Bills' love of all the attention the Buffalo Bills are getting this offseason. Remember, Brian Dayball is still the offensive coordinator. Like The Buffalo Bills were able to hang on 
to their play caller who helped Josh Allen take leaps and bounds as an NFL quarterback, unlike the Titans who lost their play caller who helped turn things around for Tannehill and the entire offense too. So I think it's the Chiefs and the Bills uh, over the Titans defense. Like the Titans defense can do everything right and still lose to Mahomes because he's Patrick Mahomes. So that's my answer, the competition. I disagree. Oh. I think the answer is defense. Uh, and defense wins you championships. We know that. And with a better defense and this improved offense, Austin, let's go back to that Chiefs game uh, in the AFC back in 2020. January 2020, when the world had no idea what was going to happen for the next uh, 20 months. Jeez. How many points did the Titans score in the second half? Um, I want to say seven. Correct. Only and it was seven late. points. It was late seven. How, how many points did the Chiefs score in the second half? Ten? No. Fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, because it was the yeah 11-point game. They held him to 14 points in the second half, and that ended up deciding the game. Don't get me wrong. But Harold mm -hmm. Landry was not rushing the passer anymore. He was backpedaling to try to prevent Tyree Kill from scoring, which makes no sense. That's not going to be the case this year with the horses that they have, and I believe the potential secondary that they have. Their defense can prevent maybe Patrick Mahomes scoring 14. Maybe it's 10 in the second half. Their offense now improves by a touchdown. Now the Titans have a fighting chance. Any, any game against the Kansas City Chiefs is probably going to be close because the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. You could argue they're the best team in the NFL. I think hit them in Tampa. Tom, that was a great Super Bowl. I hope we see it again, personally. And I hope Tampa goes back. And I hope it's a better game this upcoming time. I, I don't. I would bet the I under just, and yeah. Tampa to win. But uh, – I think it's the defense because this is Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's reputation, I think, is on the line in the next couple of years because the players that he went and got, I, I know John Robinson handpicked him, by, but Vrabel's the defensive mind. You can't have a defensive-minded head coach and have a crap-ass defense. And that's what they had last year. I think that's a reputation thing for Vrabel. And uh, Mike Vrabel takes pride. He takes pride in the players that plays for play for him, and he takes pride in I think what people think about his team and how he's co he coaches his team. I think the answer is defense. If they improve the defense, they're automatically Super Bowl contenders because they've got the 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 best punter in the league, arguably, and now their offense is better than the offense has ever been in the history of the franchise, and they. If I put uh, if I put Tennessee's offense up against the top five offenses in the league, not just the AFC, I think they fall one, two, or three. Oh, the Titans have a top should have a top five offense in the league this year. We know, barring injury, guys. I think it's top three offense in the league this year. So if the defense improved, improves, that's a good. That is on the verge of a great football team. I don't disagree with that, but I also still think the defense can improve and still put up a great fight to Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes, it, Patrick Mahomes will determine who makes the AFC uh, Super Bowl spot. Right? It either he wins that game himself, 
or somebody comes in there and outduels him. And it's going through him. It's going through Kansas City unless, obviously, he gets hurt. Uh, that We have to accept that. But it, to me, it's the competition the AFC can overrule the Titans' improved defense. I would love to see. I love, and I think everybody here would love to see a rematch in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City. But now you add Julio Jones and at least a pass rush that's not backpedaling into the secondary. I would love to see that because the Chiefs are pretty much the same. I know Eric Fisher left, which is a blow, but they replaced him. And their defense, that rematch, I think the Titans compete. And I would, depending on obviously this is a huge if if and hypothetical, but I like that co the competition of that particular game. All right, so let's ask this because I think we've answered, we both answered this question. Uh, what gives you the most confidence in the Titans' defense heading into the season? Because training camp starts next week, guys. Uh, next Wednesday, they're on the practice field. So, what gives you the most confidence in this Titans' defense heading into the season? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. So many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, whether it's uh, renting out your home to create extra cash flows for you and your family, finding that new place to rent out for yourself. Maybe your son or daughter needs that next apartment to live around town. Wherever in the mid-state, Renters Warehouse has great inventories right there at RentersWarehouse.com. BetMGM, we are powered. This morning's show is powered by BetMGM. That code ATOZ Sports gets you a risk-free $600 bet for all new users. Download the app today in your app store, whether it's Android or uh, iTunes. Doesn't matter if you if you if you text message green, sorry about you. If you text message blue, hey, welcome to the show, baby. Get on that app store. It doesn't matter what phone you use. Download the app today. Code ATOZ Sports for a risk-free $600 bet for new users. All right, so what are you most confident in the Titans' defense uh, moving forward? Uh, Ken says, I say if the defense goes from 28th to 11th or 12th, the Titans can win the Super Bowl. That's a big jump there, Ken, but I don't disagree, but it's just can they pull up that big jump? Uh, let's see. So, uh, Mikey says, if the defense is bad again, what happens? How long the AFC title game by Mike? That's a good question there. We'll have to touch on later on. Uh, so, Ahmad says, young and hungry secondary. Uh, Jason brings up Jim Schwartz being on the staff as a like senior defensive assistant, I think is his official title, which we don't really know what that means. Uh, but he's got, he's an on-the-field coach. defensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second-string defensive coordinator. Break glass in case of emergency. He's the Jim Sorgi of the team. But, but here's here's legit though. Like he's an on the field coach. This is not he's not one of those guys that's a former head coach that Nick Saban stashes away as an analyst who can't coach on the field. Yeah, in the box eating hot dogs at halftime. Yeah, this is not Butch Jones getting the coffee as an analyst intern. This is Jim Schwartz who is coaching on the field. That's a big deal there. Yeah, well, I, this, I don't want to derail it, but the reason these interns go to Alabama is because they don't want to give up their salaries. We There is a nuance yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. Fired salaries uh, make nice money, right? Right. They make a hell of a lot better, and they don't have to pay them anything. They're basically working for their salary. So It's, it's uh, great work if you can get it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. So Clayton says new players in competition at corner. 
Uh, sorry, the comments jumped on me here, but I'm trying to scroll up to where I was to get all these comments in here. Steph says, a healthy Bud Dupree gives him the most confidence. Donald says, Jeffrey Simmons outside of him. It's a big pile of meh. Mikey says, big Jeff is the only part of the defense I trust right now. Jerome just says, I have no confidence in this defense. Very weary about it and will not change until proven differently. Very emphatic. Hard sta stance, but a stance. Yes, uh, unlike Willie McGinnis. Aaron says, the offseason flip. Because last year it sucked so bad. Ken says the front four still nervous about the secondary. Um, more comments. What get? What are you most confident about in this Titans defense? Alex says Mike Vrabel giving Shane the title. Now we can hold somebody accountable at the end of the season, good or bad. I see. We talked about this earlier in the summer when we played the clip from Tron Davenport talking about how Shane Bowen can actually at practice move around, float around like a defensive coordinator should, where last year he could not because he was coaching outside linebackers. Like, that's just a fundamental flaw in your coaching staff to not allow your defensive coordinator to go over there and work with the secondary or work with the D-line. He's just stuck in his position uh, group because that's his job too. He doesn't have the D coordinator title. So there's something to that that Alex is bringing up. So I have my answer. Uh, I'll tell you things that I like. It's not the most confidence. I have that. But I like the fact that Jayon Brown is going to be back. Yep. I like the fact that Amani Hooker is faster than Kenny Vaccaro. He's not as experienced, but I like that. Probably I think physical. But. I think that that can be a smoother transition in a transitional position. I like the hunger, and I think the pissed-offness of Kevin Byard. I, I, I was going to go with that because I think KB is going to have a good season. Uh, I just I think great players like that, and KB I think is a great player, does not uh, stay down that long. I, I think that the Phoenix rises. Their secondary, I'm questioning. I don't know what the hell's going on in the secondary. They got, they got question marks with Cable and Farley. I don't know if Jack Rabbit's going to be up to speed. Christian Fulton coming off of injury. You think he could be better, but he dropped as a first round to a second round pick. I, I don't know. You hope, you hope Bud Dupree is what Bud Dupree this is. This is a hard question because if you ain't like you can't answer the guy but, who got $82.5 million. No, no. The answer is the interior defensive line. That is the most confident that you should confidence that you should have on this defense. It is Danico Autry coming in as an experienced defensive tackle and Jeffrey Simmons growing into the monster that he is. A game wrecker. A big Jeff destroyer. That, those two guys, that position makes me, if I was a Titans fan going into the season talking about the defense, that is the most confident facet of this defense. Yeah, I mean, I that that was gonna be my answer because it's I, the answer. It is the answer. I remember, I, remember, I guess that answer for you is Danico well. Autry for what he was signed for. The value that John Robinson got was an A plus signing. Was Danico Autry A plus free agent signing for John Robinson to bring him one from your division competition to a need uh, a needed position because he can do it all. He can rush the passer from the interior. And he's good at stopping the run. Like the reason why the Titans were able to blow out the Colts in Indy last year is because DeForest Buckner and Nicole Autry were out of that game for COVID. 
That's why that game was so lopsided. The previous matchup was lopsided because Brett Kern was out with COVID and they had to bring in the FedEx punter. So there's a lot of like extremes there, but Danico Autry and Big Jeff are the dudes there to set the tone up front. And it's not, and Daquan Jones was a really nice player for the Titans for several years. He played out his rookie contract, got a second deal, and played that contract out and was worth it. And you move but where's he now? He Carolina, I think, uh, is where Daquan's at. But I, and Daquan Jones played his job well. But Danico Autry is more versatile. Danico Autry can get down uh, the field, rushing the passer, and have an impact uh, on all three downs. And that is what they were missing next to Big Jeff because uh, he had it for a little bit with, with Jarrell Casey uh, in, in his rookie year that was shortened because of Big Jeff's ACL. But you can't answer Bud Dupree in this question because he's coming off an ACL in surgery. Like it, you it's, can't answer Harold Landry. I I think Harold Landry is a guy that nobody has mentioned. I didn't see Harold Landry in a single conference. because you can't be he can't be the most like you can like Harold Landry and be confident in him in a contract year, but he's not the most confident thing you're thing you have. The Titans got good solid value out of the second round pick out of Boston College in Harold Landry. They didn't get a first round pick. He wasn't that. He solidified that. But he didn't have he's never really had a ton of help. I mean, the guys on the other side opposite of Harold Landry have been brutal. Jadeveon Clowney, no good. Vic Beasley, really really no good. Kamala Correa yeah, he, he was had a good, good in, in a very short spurt. Yeah, he had a good stretch. He had like eight who, sacks who or six who, sacks I mean, in eight games. Who else are we 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 talking about? Like uh, Wyatt Ray, Cam Wake, Cameron four game Wake. I mean, that was a thing, right? That was they they overlapped. Yeah, yeah. they did. That was that was uh, Cleveland twenty nineteen season. Yeah. yeah, two years ago. Yeah. So yeah, there. I mean, there hasn't been anybody. Uh, you could make an argument if. In fact, Bud Dupree works out the way that they want him to work out, out of the gate. Harold Landry could have his career year this year. I I expect Harold Landry to be gone, right? Well, he, Clayton, Clayton brings up Brian Arakpo and then also uh, Derek Morgan, but those guys were shells of themselves. That was their final year. That was their last year. When Harold Landry's, playing. Rookie, they Harold played Landry's rookie year in 2018 was their final year where they were playing out their contracts and they just couldn't get anything done. They were toast. Yeah. And two years prior, those guys combined for like 19 sacks. It's, it's the whole like, team had 19 sacks last year. <laughs> That's yeah. Crazy. It's like playing with like Rondo you know, now compared here's, to when he was on the Celtics. Answer. Here's my answer. You know, who is the best sack guy Harold Landry's had on his team? Logan Ryan. <laughs> Logan Ryan is the best other pass rusher that Harold Landry has played with. That's Prove why I brought wrong. him up. Prove me wrong. I'll sip my coffee. No help. I think uh, for me, I, I still defensive interior lineman uh, line is the answer to the question of confidence. But I would go to war and battle and argue and debate the Harold Landry. Now, he's got to step up, but this is his best opportunity that he's ever had in his four-year career. Robbie says Harold's still only a speed rusher. Doesn't seem to – he's developed any counters to that. 
I think Harold Landry has actually rounded into a pretty nice and you got to remember that's football what I, player. I referenced like three times in the AFC Championship game in January of 2020. They told him not to rush the passer. Yeah, he was he was dropping like too many. And Luke Warsham has asked Mike Vrabel several times, "Why is Harold Landry dropping back in coverage so often?" And that's been a fantastic dynamic uh, of whenever he's asked those uh, questions. Now, I, I do think Kenneth. I have confidence in Landry and uh, Jayon Brown both being in a contract year. I think that is a nice thing for the Titans to have where those two guys are going to go out there and prove what they've got. And that's just going to help the team. Whether they're back next year or not, it'll help the team this year that they are playing for that big deal. Because Jayon thought he was playing for it last year, got hurt, came back without the big deal. Harold and, and Jayon have had that opportunity. I just thought of a good question that we will discuss next week. Yeah, and a light bulb went on. Put that in the file cabinet. And I will because I think this is a legitimate – you could maybe throw another team in there. I have a really good question because this is the perfect time to ask it. I know it's a long tease. I apologize, but just keep watching the show. Yeah. Uh, next week, early next week before training camp, we will do this topic. It could be a lead topic, maybe a second topic. It's a really good one. So I, that's all I'll say. I don't want to give any hints. Daryl, real quick, to wrap this up, Daryl says, let's be real. Uh, the now defensive coordinator was a bad coach and had people out of position. Poor Landry. I think we don't know if Shane Bowen is a good or bad, or we can't definitively say he is a bad defensive coordinator because he was put in a bad situation last year. And I gotta address, I gotta address this because he was given crap the other day. Cars Titans Grizz says, "Hopefully it's better than that Delaney Hall of Fame question." God, Delaney asked that question. We did not ask it. Like Delaney was saying that he brought it up. You think I planned to walk talking about Delaney Walker going to the Hall of Fame on it, what it, day it was, was that? A, it was one of the worst questions that we've asked. And Austin, even you said that in the pre-show. <laughs> I know. You like, and Cards Grid Titans, it's funny. Austin in the pre-show, as we were talking about it, he was like, we can't ask that. I was like, Delaney's asking it. He's, we have to ask it for Delaney? And that was a renowned, uh, resounding no. Yeah, it was rhetorical. <laughs> it's what it was. But not to Delaney. It was rhetorical to ask, but it like almost like had to be put on record. You know what I mean? Like we needed to ask the question to put everybody on record to just, it's like whenever the, the lawyer asks the person on the stand, a question that everybody knows the answer to, but you have to ask it for that reason. Yeah. Were you there that night? Yes. Okay. We already knew that. The but yeah, but that's that, why you're here. <laughs> that's yeah. why you're, you're in court. We yeah. knew you were there. Now, did you shoot that man? Uh, <laughs> Now we've we asked the confidence. What concerns you most about the Titans defense? Let's try to not make this a 20-minute segment, but what concerns you the most about the Titans defense going into the season? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood fours. It is as easy as picking up the phone after we get done here uh this morning and calling 615-448-6414. This is this is one of my favorites. This this is the Rivoli. This this Rivoli will roll right into your brand new kitchen. I've 
I've already decorated your new kitchen. And and go to your wife this afternoon and be like, look, uh, Zach, uh, one of the greatest sports talk shows that I listen to in the morning. Uh, Zach's probably better than Austin. He's, he, he knows what he's talking about. When it comes to interior design, let's, let's get some white countertops in our kitchen, some white cabinets. Knock on wood if you want that Rivoli in there because that will make that kitchen pop. It, it just has a certain feel. Call them today. Talk to your wife, obviously, or, or whoever kind of runs the household or the kitchen or, or the, the the generalized estate of where you live in renovations. 615-448-6414. Calvin and Subtle is where to go for your brand new hardwood floors. Upgrade your house into a home with CalvinandSubtle.com. BetMGM, download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports, get yourself primed up for football season with BetMGM. Download the app, it's right there, the code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Take advantage of that with BetMGM. The question here is uh, what concerns you the most about the Titans defense heading into the season? So there's a lot of five defense. There's a lot of questions. (laughs) Oh yeah. A lot of concerns here. A lot of concerns. So I'm just going to fly through these real quick. So Alan uh, says Vrabel, Travis and Dom both say the secondary as uh, Danny adds secondary and Evans. Uh, Nate says secondary. Aaron just says depth. Card Titans Grizz says health of Dupree and Farley. Rob says Bowen and the linebackers. Terrence says pass rush. We've covered everything. Secondary, pass rush, coaching, depth, injuries, all the stuff. Uh, Ronnie Ronnie says the youngsters in the secondary, especially at corner. Lee says the coaching. Kenneth Young, secondary. Um, Zach says the entire unit, mostly Shane Bowen. Donald says health because everybody who was confident about injuries earlier. Steph says young corners outside of Jackrabbit. I'm reading the comment, not calling him Jackrabbit. Billy says secondary. Uh, Jeff brings up how quickly can they gel together? Lots of new pieces. And I think that's a really good comment for Jeff because Zach, what do we know about Mike Vrabel in training camp? He gives players maintenance days, you know, Bud Dupree's going to get a lot of maintenance days because Bud Bud Dupree has his own specific plan. Every player has their own specific plan to get them ready for week one. But if Bud Dupree's in and out of practice with Harold Landry, he's been playing 96% of the snaps the last three years, who's on a maintenance plan too, how can they gel together? Autry will get a lot of maintenance days too because he's a veteran. Yeah, that's but the besides point. that, Bayard, like Bayard wants to practice. Hooker, all those guys, Janoris Jenkins, Jack Rabbit's going to want to practice. Like, that, I just feel like that's 32 his, years old, Zach. He's going to get some maintenance days. He will, but I feel like he's just – He's the high energy guy, right? Like the practice is not the same without him. No, you no, he's basically the upgrade over Malcolm Butler. And Malcolm Butler was never getting off days. No, he practices every day. Malcolm Butler's like, I just want to like what why why sit? What am I gonna do? Like, like what am I gonna do? Sit inside? Like that's that's how Malcolm Butler would approach practice. So uh quarterback position for, from I Johnny. resonate with that. I can't take vacation and sit at home. That drives me nuts. No, yeah, like I might as well if I'm at home, I might as well do the show. Right? <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Rashawn Evans play. Uh, let's see. Zach, what's your main concern, your biggest concern for the defense right now? Communication between Shane Bowen and this defense. That That is my biggest concern. Because there's been some rumors swirling, and I've heard it myself, of Shane Bowen uh, being able to confidently call this defense 
Here's the difference. And, and let's sit out last year because you don't even know who the hell was controlling the defense. There's a massive difference, Austin, when Dean Pease tells you to do something than when Shane Bowen tells you to do something. I think players recognize that. And Shane Bowen, be it, you know, kind of a first, this is his first opportunity to be a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Can he earn that trust and communicate the right way to this defense? I don't know. I, I, that's my concern. My biggest concern, Zach, is I think everybody likes the idea of Bud Dupree and Harold Landry, uh, but then here's the rest of the roster at the position. Wyatt Ray, Derek Roberson, Rashad Weaver. I, you know, who can you count on behind the top two guys? Especially when Bud Dupree will have to reacclimate because of the injury. Where is the pass rush depth coming from? They never had it. Ever. And and like even with adding Bud Dupree, pass rush depth is still my biggest concern of this team. I I like Jenkins and Fulton and uh, the Caleb Farley at some point, whenever that time is right. I like the nickel position set up with Molden and others there. I think they've got good bodies and experience, but good bodies in the secondary. Who's I just the don't Georgia think- pass rusher that flamed out last year. DeAndre Walker? Yeah. That's your depth. That was the guy they wanted to be that piece that is the second-tier player that can come in and give you good snaps, but that guy sucked. And he had a sports hernery from the get-go. But that, I, I again, it goes, missed draft picks. Look, I, I've analyzed NFL football for most of my life. Missed draft picks, especially in the second, third, fourth, fifth round, they will come back and bite you in the ass in three years. They uh, And it, it is a guarantee. Every miss on a draft pick in the first four rounds will bite you in the ass in three years. Quarterbacks, those misses bite you in the ass for five. Other picks, they bite you in the ass for three. This is a perfect example in a year two situation where this is your biggest concern, which I think is warranted. The guy that would help has never been on the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Larry says, are y'all not worried about playing 10 yards, 10 yards off the receiver? I believe that's why the Titans allowed so many first downs on third down. A lot of that had to do with Jonathan Joseph, who was uh, kicked, basically told, uh, sorry, but you are no longer needed here after the Cincinnati game. A lot of that was because of the lack of corner health and depth last season. I think because Christian Fulton was out. I think with Janoris Jenkins, Christian Fuller, uh, Fulton, Breon Borders, Elijah Molden, uh, uh, Chris Jackson, those type of guys, but and then not even counting what Caleb Farley could be. I think I feel better about the corner depth than I do about the edge rusher depth. Edge rusher depth is basically. Can Rashad Weaver, a fourth-round draft pick, be the third guy? Because Derek Roberson has had this opportunity for a couple of years, and he has not been able to take full advantage of it. He's got an injury and all and a couple of things that he's had to deal with, but he hasn't been able to be reliable. So that's my biggest concern is the edge rusher depth. I want to clear a couple of things. Billy Billy brings up that there will be camp cuts. Maybe the Titans can get a veteran pass rusher. Depends on their salary cap situation. Which, the, which I will say, John Robinson always tries to plan with that in mind. 
That's why the Titans have like, I think $8 million in cap space right now because of the Tannehill re- reconstruction and all that kind of stuff. And you got to have cash going into the season and at trade deadline in this today, in t- this era of football. Yeah. Second thing, and I just, I have to clear this up. Dom brings up, uh, talking about DeAndre Walker. He didn't suck. He was hurt. Damn, Zach's hard on everybody. Dom, uh, he sucked. Uh, he's no longer in the league. He's a free agent. So that tells you something. He's not a roster. The Seahawks picked him up last year, and this is how long he lasted. He was picked up on September 6, 2020. He was waived September 29th, 2020. So, Dom, he did suck, and those are the stats and those are the facts. That was a missed fifth-round pick that could have helped you in a depth spot that Austin is legitimately concerned about. Yeah, so, right. it's, not a, it's not a knock on Dom. I was just clarifying. That guy sucked. And so you call a spade a spade. It's okay. It, it's, it's like... Me, you know, when you get bad service at a restaurant, I tell the manager, I'm never coming back. It's okay. Okay. It's fine. You don't have to give me a $25 gift card. I don't want it. You're bad. So we move on. So that, but it it hurts now because they don't have depth at a position that they have to have depth with all of this. The competition in the AFC yields a pass rush. You have to have one to get after Allen Wentz. Mahomes, Jackson, because those guys are going to be running and they're going to be throwing all over you. Danny says, what's your take on Monty Rice, the third round pick out of Georgia? Inside linebacker. I'm, I was puzzled by the pick in the third round. He better be good. That's my uh, that's my take on Monty Rice. And several of you guys, uh, Steph and Clayton have brought up that, and TP on YouTube have brought up that DeAndre Walker's now working on the staff at the University of Georgia. His you know what line. the NFL stands for? Not, Not for long. long. <laughs> Not for long. So, look, I mean, nothing personal to DeAndre Walker. He just wasn't very good. And injuries no. played a part of why he was in the fifth round and why he missed his first year with the hernia surgery. It just injuries were not the reason why he is working at Georgia right now. Correct. All right. Let's get to the Magic Bucket, Zach. We've got some drama with the Magic Bucket. Magic Bucket Thursdays. But first, let me tell you guys about our friends at the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Make sure you know who to turn to and who to trust whenever that injury comes in life, whether it's a sports hernia, an ACL, an Achilles. If you have the old man Achilles injury on the court, Bone and Joints got the specials for you. Total knee replacement, joint replacement, whatever it may be. Concussions, spinal, they've got you right there. Boneandjointtn.org. It's spinal. It's spinal. <laughs> Man, when you when you said that, all I can think is that Mike Tyson's club. Oh, uh, you broke your back? Jim Gray, you broke your back? Up. Yeah, spinal. It's spinal. <laughs> Man, shout out oh. to Mike Tyson right there. Uh, shout out to BetMGM. That's hey, I've many of fights. I think Tyson was in the MGM Grand, so it all makes sense. It all connects right as it segues into what we're talking about now, and that's our our title sponsor, BetMGM. Download the app, risk free six hundred dollar bet. <clears throat> that promo code for new users, code ATOZ Sports. All right, so uh, Rob. Says, did Austin ever chew his gum and blow my bubble? No, I did not. Look, it's been, and I was telling Zach, Zach asked me this morning on our pre-show call, did you get your bubble gum? I said a couple choice words. Uh, no, it, you know, like. 
but you I, Friday, I reminded you, and then you said, I got the whole, quote unquote, I got the whole weekend. I got to go get gas. Which I actually didn't have to get gas until yesterday on the way back from Hoover. So an opportunity to grab some bubble right. gum. But when I was, but when I was in the gas station at Hoover, I was, my mind was preoccupied with a couple conversations we were having. And I just didn't think I grabbed a, I got gas and I got a water bottle. So, so let's talk about this. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. And Mark, thanks Mark. Uh, did Zach get tased yet? No. <laughs> so, well, but, but okay. So let's, we'll talk about both of them. I, I don't care. I, I am. I've always been open to get tased, but when you get tased, like there is some risk involved. Chewing bubble gum on air and blowing a bubble, there's zero risk in that. The risk of me getting tased, like I, I'm running the risk. I will get tased one day. I swear to God. And Austin, you know, I am a man of my word. I'm not fearful of the tase. Right now is not a great time to get tased. Let's say I go to the hospital or something goes wrong. And now I'm in a hospital full of Delta variant COVID patients. Yeah, taking up a spot from somebody else who, where this could have been avoided. Right? Or infecting myself. I don't know. So that, uh, be smart and be stupid. We're going to be smart here. So I, I, I think those are apples and oranges. For this particular case, the question is, it's been a week and a magic bucket has not been paid off based on yeah. what was told. So it's just, here's it's the question. Just such a like bu bubble gum is like, I don't remember the last time I bought bubble gum. Is, is this a double pull day because he has not paid off in a week? We've given him seven days. So it's a uh, double pull or single pull. That's what I want you to comment in the, in the uh, comments power to the people if you say single pull, we go with single pull. I, I mean, if you say I, double pull, we go with double pull. I think that's the only way to do it. I think it's a single pull. It's been a different type of week. I've had a lot on my plate in different juggling different things in Hoover, uh, covering SEC media days, doing extra content. So I, I, I do think uh, a single pull will be fair. Okay, so me. you made your sales pitch. Yeah, uh, it's been a, like if I was if I was working at like a regular week. Then absolutely hit, hit me with a double. What, what do we always say? No one cares. They, no one cares. There is twenty four hours in a day. You could have gotten up at. You're up early again. I know, I, but I'm, I've got I've got things to do in the morning. Like I have like like just going to get double freaking bubble gum <laughs> is such a like tiny like low priority for me and all the other things I have to do. Okay, so let's go to the comments. Uh, Rob says double. Brian says double. Aaron. There's a single. Look, there's several people that I've said single. Uh, there's like, double, like if, double, double. So we're we're five to one, single all the way. Five to two, jingle all the way. That uh, <laughs> five to three, five to four, five to five. Oh, okay. Uh, and then six, seven, eight, eight, five, nine, five, nine, six. Like Ethan's like, oh, there's Nine, a bunch of seven. Yeah, like, like because of the media days, it was not a eight, it was a random, it was a random. It's 10. It, it it was closer, but it is double. It's just like I buying bubblegum is such a random task that just doesn't stand out to me. Uh, it's just like anything that we do. <laughs> Putting on lipstick, going to buy lipstick. Not uh, there's lipstick in my house. 
I live with a woman. I'm married. There's lipstick here. That's easy. You were like, at a gas station. Yeah. And like, you have to think to buy bubble gum. <laughs> I haven't thought to buy bubble gum in 15 years. It, it, well, double mint gum. You get a double pull the power of the people. So Karen uh, says, quit whining. <laughs> is, uh, it is, it is your sticker day. It is my sticker day, and I do have a sticker. That's it. That, that would be brutal if you didn't have a sticker and it was a triple pull. And this is this is a, it's a car decal, but it still counts because it sticks to things. And I'm gonna put it on the bottom of the bucket uh, so it doesn't take up as much room. But I'm going with my smoky guy uh, because of SEC Media Day coverage this week. So my smoky sticker, I'll put it on the bottom here with your Rain Man because your Rain Man's a big sticker too. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one, but this <laughs> one's even doughy. Bigger. Well, it's doughy. Yeah, yeah, very doughy, <laughs> fluffy, all the type of stuff. So I'll put this car decal sticker on the bottom of the bucket here in a second. Uh, Rob says you found that, but I got. I've had this. I've had this car decal. I it probably got matter, this. Right? I probably got it, this for Christmas sticker. in 2007. It counts as a sticker. Absolutely, because it sticks to things, right? All right, so do, do you still pull even if I'm double pulling? Uh, no, because that's remember that uh, we are. I remember arguing that at the, the Hyundai dealership, so it's your double pull. All right, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. Read five comments in a high pitched voice tomorrow throughout the show. <laughs> So unfortunately, Zach's not going to be able to, to experience that. Zach's taking his last weekend uh, away before the grind starts. Wrong kid, dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody else gets that, but uh, maybe there's some maybe, there's maybe. some walk hard fans here. Maybe, maybe. Well, they don't get in the context. All right. Well, I already uh, I already gave you your Amazon gift, and they're twenty dollars. So I'll pull again. And and I thank you. And that, that's a great gift too. That's the best thing you've ever given me. Well, I, don't, I haven't really given you much. We're not we're not big like Christmas to like uh, co owner the company. Yeah, guys. we don't give each other Christmas gifts. That, that we give other straight. people gifts. Yeah, we, we, give, other- we do. We give lots of Christmas gifts out. All right, so this is just an oldie but a goodie name blank amount of blank in 15 seconds. See, it worked out. See, it wasn't as bad as you thought. It was not. It was not. All right, so get your clock ready and get your topic ready and let's see what I can do here. I have a good one. Great. I have a good one and I think... Name a amount of bubblegum brands as you can in 15 no, seconds. No, no, no. This one, I think you could break the record. So uh, the record is 15, 15 for 15. That was uh, what I did. Very proud what of that record. It? What was the topic? Um, I it don't know. Sports related. Yeah, it was, it was quick. And I remember I got 15. I was very proud of that. I think you could break that record today. That's real fast, man. So how it goes is you read the topic once. You read the topic the second time, and after you end the second, you say go, right? No, we, we've never read it twice. No, yeah. That's how I've always done it for you. I, I swear to God. Every time I've read it, I've read it once, I immediately read it again and say go. That's how I have always done it for you. I, I promise. Okay. I, I've never done that, but... Um, I guess I am more giving than you are. Uh in 15 seconds, name as many apps on your phone as you can. 
apps on your phone as you can. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Safari, uh, Apple apps, download Apple Podcasts, Spotify, over uh, Apple Music. No. Is that 13. 13? Damn. That's really hard. But it was there's good. so many. There's so many. It was good. I, I knew you were going to get close. <sighs> there's just so many options. 13 was good. I'll take it. All right. So tomorrow I will read five comments in a high-pitched voice. Yes. Yes, you will. Yeah, I mean, what else do I have here that I've missed? <laughs> oh, iHeartRadio, settings, banking. Man, you threw that. me off on uh, Apple apps or something. You said yeah. Apple. I was like, that's Because I, I meant the app store, but I said yeah, Apple. Yeah. I can't. I, can't uh, I could have done man, the Mandu app. Would have been great. Oh, Facebook Messenger that I use the most of anything. And the BetMGM app. My God, I just really sucked when it comes to the sponsors that we had to have apps. So, anyway. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. Appreciate you hanging out on this Thursday show. I'll see you tomorrow morning on a Friday. Have a great Thursday. See you later. Adios.